Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you, welcome you to today's episode. If this is the first time you're visiting me, well, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me. I thoroughly appreciate it. Um, and if you are returning, I want to say welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time out for you to come back and spend some time with me. So I hope everyone's had a great week and that you guys got some good spirits going on. You manifested great things, abundance, peace, prosperity, all those lovely things um, in your future. Today, I have with me a special guest. I have my other daughter, my eldest daughter, uh, Zena Baker, who is here with me today. And uh, we are going to just chat it up a little bit. Uh, she is a psychologist oh my gosh yeah she works with the brain I work with the body her sister works with the other part of the body so it's a family health affair what can I say but she's also in school for her master's in psychology and other things and other things um, because she's just that motivated and I wanted to bring her on to chat with her about not only how the pandemic has affected her during this time, because she is a young woman navigating today's society, which is different for a lot of us older folks when <laughs> we were that age navigating society. Some of the same struggles, but it just affects each and every one of us differently and how we cope with it. Um, we, we do different things, right? We have different ways of coping. So I just wanted to really touch bases with her from the youth's perspective, her generation's perspective on this pandemic, where is it going, and how she's able to maintain her authentic self through all of this. So with that, I introduce my, I was going to say my, my other heartbeat, right? Because they are my heartbeats. Um, my other heartbeat, Zena Baker. So Zena, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me, Mom. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, first off, tell us a little bit about you, and how are you doing? Well, life is good. Um, it's it's been it's been a roller coaster. Um, it, it has, but I really feel like I'm starting to get bearings on life and understanding who I am as a person, um, what my purpose is in the world, and just living authentically. So it's been it's been beautiful. So with that, tell us about you and in your authentic self. Um, well, I'm a bit like my mom, you know, very very eclectic, very about. Um, I'm more so on like mental wellness and um, like my mother said, wellness is runs in our family. <laughs> um, but um, I, I'm very into history and classics. I love to analyze people, um, the history of cognition, um, spend a lot of time in the library and just learning as much as I can. And I feel like that's a real core part of myself that um, I'm now starting to realize is, you know, unique to me because you know a lot of people are very we all have different interests um but mine seems to be very unique not a lot of people like to geek out over like the roman empire <laughs> over dinner so um but yeah just mental wellness and learning everything i can is my my core so how do you maintain your authentic self when you 
are engaging with others because as you said the things that you're of that are interest of you are not of the common individual so how do you maintain um it is uh has been challenging to do um a lot honestly um over the years i i've changed myself and tried to adapt to other people um, try to put a mask on my personality. Um, but oftentimes doing that, I just become more miserable and, um, <laughs> my misery doesn't love company. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've learned to, to understand that it's not personal that people are on the same wavelengths as myself. Um, I don't, I am very into vibrations, and I've learned that my vibrations are on a different frequency than others, and it's not to anyone's fault, um, but I am learning not to dim that light and still let other people shine and not outshine them as well, because we all have our unique traits, our unique interests, our unique personalities, and to let others shine and without dimming myself and learning that balance. Um, I have my circle has gotten a lot smaller and it seems to get smaller and smaller. Um, and not in a bad way. I just, I don't force connections. Mm. And that's one of the things I'm learning where if, if a friendship or a relationship is not working out and we're not, we're not, I'm not having those conversations I want to have, even if people don't agree or, um, or, I'm not doing what I love to do, then it's not, I'm not going to force it. It's just, you know, something that's just going to pass on. Like I teach my patients, relationships are like a tree, mm. you know? And so understanding that um, those connections comes and goes and that I'm not always going to find those deep roots in everyone um, has really helped me keep my authenticity and keep to myself and who I am and not take things so personal when I can't form those connections with people. Right, because it's, it's them, not you. I mean, and it's you, not them, right? Exactly. So we're all our individual selves, so that's important to know, and it's great that you've learned that at an early age because <laughs> most of us do not learn that until later in life. Um, we continuously wear these masks for different places and people that we are around, and then when it comes to being our authentic selves, we don't know who we are because we've worn so many masks for so many different e arenas that we've been in. Um, and that's just speaking from self. You know, I have professional arena, friends arena, and you got different, you know, facets of friends. So you got your friends here that you grew up with in the hood, and you got your friends here that you met at work, and you got your friends here that you met hiking or whatever. So you have those different masks that you end up wearing. And exactly. it's like, guys, I'm tired of taking one mask off to the other mask to the other mask. I'm just going to come in, and this is who I am. Exactly. Like it? You can love me or leave me alone, right? <laughs> But it took to, you know, 40 to even start to progress that way. We're at you at 25-ish because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be 26. <laughs> yeah. Um, forgot. <laughs> yeah, you forgot. I didn't. <laughs> um, you learned that uh, pretty early. So how did you begin to come to that realization that you needed to start bringing your authentic self to the table more? Um. I think from a really, really young age, I've always analyzed myself. Um, I've always was fascinated by my own mind and very self-aware. 
of who I am and what what's around my environment and how my interactions affect that. And so I've been very hypervigilant about the little things of my personality, things that I want to fix, things I want to amplify. And it's just grew from there as I've aged um, and learned and um, explored the world more. Um, but and then going into school when studying psychology, you have to learn how to understand who you are authentically. Right. And one of my favorite theorists is um, Carl Jung. And a lot of Carl Jung's theories is coming into, it, it started when he first came out um, into pop culture. And it's really amplifying now because it takes Western psychology um, and West um, Eastern spirituality and kind of blends blends it, it together together mm-hmm. and um so a lot of things that what's been on like instagram and tiktok a lot lately is shadow work yes and that's something that i've been doing for years and didn't even know until i was studying it that oh there's a term for this <laughs> um and that's pretty much it sounds all like witch vibes but it's really just um going through those dark sides of yourself that people like to throw under the rug and ignore those those shadows that you don't want to face those and it's holding yourself accountable and not in a sense of like victim blaming for situations you've been in but kind of knowing like okay where could I've done better um so this doesn't this pattern doesn't continue and doing that work and facing those inner demons and and being honest with myself is it really is the key part to my authenticity and uh, one of his theories he talks about um how we have like what you were saying all the all these different masks for different settings mm-hmm. and you you have different versions of yourself yes. you have the face that you show the world mm-hmm. that you want that you want people to 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 see you as you have what you think you are and then what you actually are right. and the key thing is to kind of having that to be one yeah and it's like it's 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 who you are no matter what yeah um and and blending that I, I kind of picture it as like a venn diagram of like three different circles and you kind of want it to just be one um and just going through that process, and I'm still, it's, it's an ongoing thing as you grow and as you age and as you, as new life situations happen that were unforeseen, you, it's, it, you know, you're constantly going to want to make changes within yourself and adapt to your environment and figure out like, oh, you know what, this used to be me, but now it's not. Right, right. <laughs> so sorry for the truck in the background. I'm sorry. Um, that's just one of those things when you're, you know, vibing at home. Um <laughs> But yeah, so when you were saying that, I can just, you know, imagine and something we've talked about early on in, in the series or in the series, in the, in the season, uh, mindfulness is being mindful, right? So shadow work is sort of like mindfulness and it's, you know, it's reads the same way, but um, it's just a different name for it that is out there and like you said, we all do it mm-hmm. and we don't realize that we're doing it. And um, that's that accountability to self that we don't want to do because who wants to be accountable for our bad behavior, right? right? <laughs> Nobody wants to be accountable. I don't want to say I'm sorry, but sometimes you have to. Even say you're sorry to yourself, even forgiving yourself. And we've talked about forgiveness of not only the person that has done harm to you, but also for your to yourself for, you know, allowing that to happen. You have to forgive yourself, right? So during this pandemic, how have you been coping? Because I know it kind of like threw a monkey wrench in a lot of things that everybody had going on. 
So um, from your perspective, how has that been for you? Well, the pandemic has been very challenging um, for me. It, it did, it like you said, it threw a monkey wrench in my plans. And um, however, I feel like because I have had a lot of ups and downs throughout life, I've became very resourceful that I was prepared. I was I, I knew what I needed to do to come out of this successful and still stay on track. So when the pandemic started, I was working as an assistant teacher, working with kids with developmental disabilities. Um, and during that job, I, I loved teaching, but I, I it wasn't somewhere I wanted to grow. I didn't want to work in the educational system. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that just what I, I tried it out. Um, one thing, amazing thing about psychology, there's so many different directions you can go in. Like Thursday, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I tried it out. It's not something that I saw in my long term. And when the pandemic hit, we were actually on spring break. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, so um, we're going to give you guys an extra week because of the pandemic. And I'm like, okay. And then it, a week turned into a month. And then a month turned into two months. They wanted to hire me back on, but only could give me about 10 hours because I was an assistant teacher, not a teacher, a lead teacher. So, um, 10 hours wasn't really going to help me grow. So I decided, you know what, this is my out. Um, and it was rough. You know, anybody who started from the beginning knows that it is not easy. It's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. There's, there's a lot of ups and downs. So I took a position as a nanny and I'm really grateful. I still work with the family from time to time. Um, uh, she, the, the family I work with, she has become, uh, one of my major mentors, uh, very successful businesswoman. Anyway, so, uh, she had an opportunity for me to work with her family. So I worked there for, um, for a few months as a nanny, then took a position at a group home and kind of worked my way up and, uh, finally got a position at a hospital. And that, that was something I, that I've been trying to do since I graduated, um, was trying to get into psychiatric inpatient because once you're in, there's a plethora of options mm-hmm. and you learn the ins and outs of psychiatry and the and it is a business like like everything in this in this nation it's it's a business itself and there's a lot of intricates in it um, and just continue to climb but it's been rough it's been taxing on my mental health it's been um, I've had a lot of great support great family support um, I've had. Um, an amazing uh, relationship through that um, and that that I learned a lot from and this it but it was challenging however I think I'm grateful for it I'm really grateful for the pandemic because that once they they said that we were going to be on lockdown I, I said in my mind and I made this goal that I'm gonna come out of it in a better position than where I started and we're still going through this pandemic and I'm already made that goal. So, um, manifesting. <laughs> exactly. Manifesting, right? <laughs> manifesting where your, your possibilities and, uh, your affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are key. Those are key. You talked about, uh, it being taxing on your mental health, right? This whole thing has been taxing on everybody's mental health. Um, I know I, I think I shared with, you know, my audience here that for me, the pandemic was like, oh, this is just another day for me because I really don't go anywhere. I'm like this um, introvert that kind of dabbles in extrovert and then runs back into her hovel. 
Um, so yes, if a lot of you are wondering how am I an actress and a model and all this, that's how. I go out and then I come back in <laughs> and then I stay in for a little while and then I go back out. Um, that's that's how that works. So how have you been maintaining your mental health since you said it, it it's the pandemic, the job is all mentally task, taxing. How are you maintaining your mental wellness? Um Focusing on what I can control. Mm. There's a lot of things that... One thing about me is that I, I am a problem solver. I fixate on problem problems, hyperfixate, I should say, and until it's solved. And I had to teach myself to, to just focus on what I can control. I can't fix everything at once. Rome wasn't built in a day. And um, so I... I took a handful of things and tackled it one by one. So I knew I needed, I wanted to be out of a different job. So I found something better for me that kept me motivated and felt like I was progressing. I wanted to get back in school. I um, figured out how to do that. Um, that was some trial and error there, but I figured it out. Um, I needed to be mobile because I moved out here from New York and <laughs> really was trying to get back into, you know, I having my freedom and, you know, being able to go place to place, going from New York to Arizona, major change. Um, so I figured that out and that brought, you know, having that freedom brought back a lot of happiness. Um, and just, just focusing on those little things and doing what I love and finding it no matter what the cost was mm. and understanding that there, you can find happiness everywhere. A lot of it doesn't even cost you a dime. So going on hiking trips or going to see the symphony. Yeah. And even and even if it meant going by myself, um, that just doing those things and um, finding the beauty in life and staying motivated really helped. Um, but there was there are days where, you know, I just didn't want to get out of bed and I just, or I cried because I'm like, why is it every time I'm, I'm doing something, I just keep hitting a dead end and it didn't seem like things were working out in my favor. But what got me out of bed was those little things that I was able to solve. Mm -hmm. Those those little adventures that was waiting at the end of the week. Um, and the family support and uh, the support of my friends to have those distractions was really, really helpful. Yeah, that is that is definitely key, knowing what you can control and, and just taking care of what it is that's within your control and within your means because that's, that's one of the big things that happens, that we get so fixated on the whole problem, right? Exactly. Um, and it's like, okay, but what can I actually handle in this whole problem that I can do? And then figuring that out and then handling that and then not having that rest of it worry you because that's the other piece too because it's like but there's still this out here that I need to think about but it's like but I can't do anything about it so am I going to let it stress me out or am I going to put it to the side until there is something I can do about it right so that is a, a great way to cope um what other coping mechanisms have you been up to that's been helping you through this Exercising. Exercising. <laughs> Hiking and exercising. I mean, I, because when life just hits you, sometimes it brings that anger. Like you're in, there's no one to, to attack or to yell at or to blame. And sometimes it's really just life. And I had to learn how to channel that in a, in a healthy way. So I got back in the gym um, and 
have been working out and releasing that and that working out alone boosts your serotonin levels and your 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 dopamine as well and so like it's it so it's, for those of you who don't know what serotonin <laughs> and dopamine are those are those neuroreceptors and those neural um agents chemicals <laughs> that flow through your your brain that makes you happy, sad, and you know all those good things. So that's those are those receptors and those chemicals that she's talking about: dopamine My and serotonin. Favorite chemicals. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we we for those who have addictive personalities, right? That's focusing on their dopamine yes. receptors that makes them happy, keeps them up, and it, so it's it's that those receptors that and those uh, chemicals that we're talking about. But it's also those same chemicals that while you're working out and doing these things, mm-hmm. the, you know, the caveat to that is that you can do that too much, exactly. right? And, you know, and then that becomes obsessive. So yep. it's a fine balance that you have to find. How do you find that balance that you're not doing it seven days a week, three or four times a day, you know, and then looking like you're anorexic and having family worry about you? How do you keep that balance? That is that has been a challenge. One of my many challenges is balancing that um, because I do have that addictive personality and that need for hot to to satisfy my dopamine levels and just like very um, addicted to whatever feels good. Um, and so having multiple things that mm. boost those levels really helps. So I I love to cook, um, and so having like cooking on a regular and having that healthy diet and um but playing around with different flavors working out regularly regularly um going on adventures um and some new experiences but balancing all of that does really help so that a way that deters from those negative habits Mm. like overeating over exercising drinking too much or um whatever your your vices are um Having that balance is really, really key, and that's a, that's the a key to a lot of things in life is balance. Absolutely. Doing too much of anything, good or bad, it's is never not a good thing. thing. Absolutely, it's not. <laughs> yeah. We we say that all the time, especially when you got those uh, what is it, those energy drinks and those protein shakes, yes. and you well, know, cut those out. <laughs> uh, right? See, you got you to cut those out because um, too much can cause harm. Vitamins. You know, yes. everything is like, use these vitamins to boost this. Use this vitamin to boost that. It's like, and then you take it in abundance. It's like, okay, your now my kidneys. body's crashing. <laughs> right, your kidneys are, fun, you know, dying. Your liver's like, okay, I've had enough. I can't do anymore. So you do have to find that balance. And finding that balance is difficult um, because it feels good. Your body's looking good, right? Or it feels good. The food tastes good. So you have to know yourself. And, you know, that goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning is analyzing self, right? And knowing what it is that you need and what makes you happy and then finding that balance in between. Um, so with, you know, all these moving pieces, <laughs> right? Because you got a lot of moving pieces that you have going on and you're, you're building your own empire, queen, okay? <laughs> Um, this queen has got her own empire going on. So what, I know I don't want to dive into, you know, that whole what your business is and because I know you're going to, you know, launch that later on. <laughs> so I won't even 
ask you about that. You're like you're not like your mother who jumps in head first and is like, oh yeah, I gotta figure this piece out. Oh yeah, I gotta figure that piece out. No, that's just me. They learn from my bad habits. Um, <laughs> thank goodness. And your great ones. And my great ones. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but so you know, you you you've had all these pieces that wow, you're moving here, this puzzle piece didn't fit, you know. How do you think, um, well, I guess I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question, how do you think it would help someone else when you are, you know, you plan on seeing your own patients at some point, how do you think begin to navigate, help them navigate something like this? Because it's chaotic for some people, um, and we see a lot of, the youth who can't handle it and that are committing suicide, right? Yeah. Um, and you deal with a lot of that from your patients that you, you see um, when you're doing your discharge plans and all that good jazz, you know? Um, how do you, what do you do for that? Um, well, I, I try to stay as organized as possible. Um, having a planner, having everything mapped out, written out, whether if it's like a vision board, which I'm working on this weekend, Yay, is now that I have my new boards. place, I'm making a new vision board. Um, I live by my planner, and uh, as my mother knows, I can be very forgetful, so I try to have as many <laughs> reminders as possible, um, and being forgiving to myself when things, because things were going to fail, things, and um, uh, one of the quotes that actually my grandmother has sent me um, was Denzel Washington, fail forward. Yeah. Um, because if you're not failing, you're not trying and reminding myself that, that yes. it's going to take several tries. It's yeah. going, things aren't going to work out. I was planning on having this, uh, my, my business launched before the, the fall started, but I had to forgive myself and, and re, re, replan and, mm-hmm. um, cause it's a learning process. Yeah. And I, I teach my patients that and explain to them like, Hey, it's going to take trial and error, but write those down, journal about it. Journal about what you are going to do different next time. Mm-hmm. Replan and understand that it's going to take several hundred times, like I said, like have that perseverance. And as you're learning and as you fail, like there's no, there no, there's no such thing as actual like true failure unless you quit. Yeah. Because every failure is a lesson. Yeah. Learning like, okay, you know what? This didn't work out because of X, Y, and Z. So you know what? I'm going to try it differently this time and see what happens. Well, that didn't work. So what are we going to do next next? (laughs) And just keep picking yourself up and going. Because the minute you stop, you're doing yourself a disservice. And that's where that, like, failure actually kicks in. Yeah. Is when you stop trying. When you just throw in the towel. And and I'm not saying to stop trying in, like, a career and trying a different career. Sometimes you have to do that. I mean, Denzel Washington himself has been through so many different careers, biology, yeah. law, and before he realized, you know what, I actually have a passion for theater and, and acting. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not saying to switch tracks. Is, is That's not a bad thing. But to just completely stop and stay stagnant is when you're doing yourself a disservice. Because if you really want to be at the top, staying stagnant is is, is not, is not going to get you there. No. Um, but to answer your question... Planning, writing everything down, manifesting, um, and whatever your beliefs are, whether if it's Christianity or if it's spirituality or Muslim, they all have the same um, same uh, practice, same uh, same foundation. Foundation where mm-hmm. prayer, manifestation, or wishing on the stars Meditation. does not help 
if you're not putting in the work, if you're not learning, whether if it's going to school, and I understand that not everyone is on for education, and it, that is perfectly okay. So find what what training you need to do, whether if it's apprenticeship, whether if it's um, taking a class at a local um, community center to bo boost your skills, working under a mentor, or getting a degree. Um, whatever the case may be, learning and reading and studying is your is your first part. Then jumping in and, and doing. Mm -hmm. And then learning and trial and error, planning, um, building that network, and forgiving yourself. Yeah, be kind to yourself. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah. <laughs> I always say you're wounded, never defeated. Exactly. Right? And, and you're going to come out. Yep, every warrior <laughs> has their wounds. Yes, we all come out with battle scars. That the people that you see that are successful, it did not happen overnight, though some, very few, it has. Okay, there are those little lucky stars that are out there. <laughs> even they have their But trials. even they have their trials and errors too, right? Um, so it wasn't all rosy for them, but, you know, we all had to start somewhere, you know, and you have to be kind and, and appreciate your stepping stones because without those stepping stones you wouldn't be as high as you are you need to get up there somehow and sometimes there's somebody up there to help give you a hand and then most times there there isn't okay you have to figure it out and um, that's where that perseverance and tenacity and that grit comes in because if you really want it you're gonna do whatever it takes to get it um, what is it by any means necessary exactly. right Malcolm X, by any means necessary. Um, so, yeah, so that, that, you know, that that's, I don't even know what else to say about that. Um, <laughs> because you just, you hit it right on the head. Um, that's going to be the best way to address that. So, what's the plans for you <laughs> now? All right, because you have a lot of new stuff going on. Um, so, for those of you who are wondering, this is how I get to catch up with her. <laughs> Um, so there's some ulterior motive behind all this, but anyway, um, I just thought I'd share it with everybody. But so, what, what's your plans? Oh my gosh, it's, there's so many. Um, as, as my mother knows, I came out of the world, out of the womb, um, ready to conquer the world, and had a big plan mapped out. That she did. Um, yes, that she did. <laughs> Um, I, right now, I just got back into classes, so I'm um, working on my master's in clinical um, mental health counseling so I can start seeing patients um, and diagnosing. So I, I do work with patients, and you hear me mention that, where, um, oh, I talk to my patients about this and that. Um, but it's more on the tech level and case management. I want to start climbing and doing diagnosing and actual treatment plans and, um, be more more um, helpful on a bigger scale and also travel because telehealth and who knows we might be hologramming into people's rooms and be right. like hey how can I help you like I'm like some <laughs> Star Wars you know there you go <laughs> but my goal is to be able to treat patients and be able to travel so with my other business ventures like um, life coaching which is separate from um, therapy two different things um, which the law also sees it that way um, <laughs> yes. um, but it's also helping people exactly what we were talking about, navigating through life and figuring out what their calling is and, and maintaining their wellness through it all is another sector that I, that I'm venturing, um, and exploring. I'm trying to figure out how I can do all of that and travel and explore and, um, 
And make some money. <laughs> and, make, and make a lot of money. Um, but my ultimate goal, though, is from all of these experiences and all of my interactions with people to form my own theories and um, write about it and tour the world and, and go from university to university and lecture about my my research. That's that's the big goal. Yeah, she's manifesting, uh, <laughs> y'all. She's manifesting. <laughs> so remember my name, Zena Baker. It's, it's going to be. You're going to see her name out in lights. And, you know, if you're interested in psychology, you're probably going to go see her. My symposiums in Columbia. Yes. I'm going to go see university. her symposiums. Her mom's going to be at her symposiums. Um, <laughs> Maybe she might have her mom as a guest speaker. Who knows? I don't know. Sure will. I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on my own TED Talk thing going on here. So, <laughs> But anyways, no, that, I mean, I always knew you were destined for greatness, um, not because you were my child, just, just by the very nature of knowing you, um, raising you. <laughs> It was always that thing like, uh, Lord, I don't know what you got planned for this girl, but it's something great. But get her out of my house quickly <laughs> because she's driving me crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just hard having one of those kids that are, that's just, just, she's just strong. It's not just strong minded. It's just, um, you have a will to succeed that is so much bigger than you. <laughs> Um, and that's size wise and, and, and everything. It, a, a will that's so much bigger than you. For the record, I'm really tiny. So yes, she's, that's, that's what she's speaking on. <laughs> she's really tiny. She's like five foot, a hundred pounds maybe. Um, but she has a, a will that, um, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. It's a, a drive that, um, no little person even, and I'm talking when she was a child, should ever have. Um, but it's possible, right? It's, it's very possible. These children come to the world with um, personalities of their own. Uh, and she has definitely been here before. Um, <laughs> both her and her sister have been here before. I feel like I'm tired of coming back. And, uh, <laughs> right. Exactly, right? You're here for a reason. <laughs> You're here for a reason, and you need to figure it out. Otherwise, you'll be back to do it all over again. So you, you, you got to figure it out and get it right this time, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that that is definitely great. And, I, I again, I can't wait to see all the things that you have uh, coming down and manifesting, and it's going to be wonderful. And I just... Am blessed to be along for the ride Aww. and see all the things that you have going on. So, um, with that, I'm going to say thank you for for joining me today and spending time with your mama. <laughs> Anytime. But also spending time with my guests that are listening. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out to listen. I hope some of the things that. Uh, we both said today resonated with you or something that you can share with a family, a friend, or whatever. And once she is up and running and <laughs> launched, we will have her back so she can share that information with us all. And you you all can find, figure out how to reach her, right? <laughs> um, so that'll be awesome as well. So I can't wait for that as well. Um, with that, I'm going to just say thank you. Thank you for being my daughter. You're awesome. Um, and just, just thank you for being you. 
Well, thank you, Mom. I learned from the best. <laughs> As you guys, I'm sure you guys hear, like, I get all the time, like, you sound like your mom. And I do. I've learned so much from her. Seeing my mother climb and, and persevere no matter what life threw at her was my biggest motivator. Because in my mind, I'm like, my mother did it. I can do it. You know, and, and, and she showed me that I can. And she's always been so supportive. And through my ups and downs, like she said, I'm not the easiest. wasn't the easiest to raise. I'm very, very strong-minded and come in the world thinking I know it all. And <laughs> so there has been challenges on that. But I am so grateful, so grateful to learn from such an amazing woman. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So with that, I'm going to say adieu, right? Um, thank you guys for joining us today. I really appreciate you all. Uh, thank you for taking the time out. And I hope you look in on not only your family, but your neighbors and, you know, check in. Just say hello. Um, they'll appreciate it. Believe me. Uh, if you have not done so already, please subscribe to our podcasts at www.thesoulfuleclectic.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, DC Soulful Eclectic, and also on Instagram, the.soulfuleclectic. So there's no reason why I can't continue to hear your feedback because the feedback I've been getting has been amazing. So just keep it coming, keep it coming. Um, and the other thing is if you need any assistance or you know anyone who needs assistance with a healthcare career goal or you need a speaker, uh, teach about health and wellness, reach out to the Soulful Eclectic at um, my other business because I am just as busy as this little one is. Um it is www.collinseducationresourcemanagement.com. And that is also on Facebook at collinserm.com. All right. So I look forward to seeing everyone at some point. Um, I think we're going to start to launch our live podcast at some point. So um, you guys will be able to chime in live at um, later on, but we'll work on that and I'll keep you posted. In the meantime, I'm going to just say goodbye for now. And um, you know what? I'm not even going to say goodbye. I'm going to say I will talk to you later because when I say goodbye, it just seems like it's so final and there's nothing final about our interaction. So until we meet again, take care of yourself and each other.